Hey, we're back. Hey. Wait, Hello. Yeah. How's everyone doing this week? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was slightly underwhelming, but I know the, the feeling. Fatigue uh, has set in. <laughs> it, has, it has been for a while. Yeah. It comes Five in waves. or so, right? Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, I really don't even know anymore. Yeah, time just keeps on uh, slipping by and, uh, you know, just every day is a yep. new challenge, right? Time keeps slipping right into the future. <laughs> I think about being a sports fan, I can, you know, bury my head in the subliminal, the uh, head my sand in the sand there and just cheer and yeah. Oh, are you a sports fan? Yeah. I, I, that's really, I, I wasn't picking yeah. that up from the colorful scarf you're wearing there. Yes. I never knew that about you. You'll, you'll never walk alone, Thad. That's right. Thank that you. is for sure. <laughs> you as well. <laughs> Yay, sports. <laughs> Football. Uh, we have listeners from the UK and New Zealand all around the world. Well, there are Liverpool fans everywhere, so... Uh, yeah. If not, they should Clearly. be. Yeah. No, I'm sure we have a couple Manchester United sl- sl- sliding in once in a while. You know, I uh, once bought stock here. in Manchester United. You know, they sell like some yeah. uh, really uh, uh, low quality stock on the stock exchange here in the yeah. U.S. And I, huh? I bought some once upon a time when I was really. Getting, yeah, I, I don't know what I was thinking, and then I found out that it was. You know that you know Manchester United was maybe not my team. I tried to watch them for a while, and uh, I'm like, yeah, but I, I sort of. We need know. to stop talking about this. We're going to lose listeners. Yeah, well, they're in horrible debt now, so you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Anywho, everybody's welcome here. Yeah, everyone sports is. fans are no sports fans. But this is this is the first sports conversation we've had yes. on this podcast. Oh my yes. goodness, yeah. we could totally yeah, I, pivot and just I'm do sports. so bothering. Sorry, I've got Docs are allowed here. Yeah. <laughs> Five people that know next to nothing about sports talking about sports. Actually, that kind of would Well, be fun. speak for yourself. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Thad would be our expert. I have a little bit of knowledge, but. Yeah. Uh, you are a stockholder, right? <laughs> I was a stockholder. Oh, but, you sold the shares? Yeah, I did. I did sell them after a while oh. when I realized oh. that, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I was going to. You know, be a Liverpool supporter too, and and then Tottenham, and then I, I sort of bounced around as I was trying to figure things out. So it's a fun league. Any yeah. Boozle. Yeah. Well, I probably just made tons of enemies by uh, exactly. <laughs> you just picked like three of the most hated <laughs> teams in Premier League. Uh, bandwagon Jerry, I'm just jumping on the bandwagon. Um, but yeah, uh, no, we. Uh, uh, we are uh, getting by here any which way we can, um, but you know, five months of uh, uh, doing this now online, right? Have we been doing it just that long? Yes. Remotely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, remotely. Yeah, I'm kind of itching to get back in the studio. I have like a list of changes I want to make, but then I just come down here and I'm like, oh, I don't know when that's going to happen. And then I get really pouty and sad go cry in my room, but, um, someday I, I hope someday. we'll get back to, uh, the studio, as I say, the studio. guest room in the basement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got the equipment, so it makes a studio. Yeah, that's Technically. true. Technically. Uh, it's definitely been used, uh, since we can't have guests, um, definitely been used more as a studio, uh, even in its current state. One question here. Is a conquistador painting still up? Oh yeah, no. Nice. I, I know you guys love that thing, so <laughs> I can never get rid of it. Uh, so if COVID somehow like lays me low, you guys, you'll have to fight for that. I don't know. Dice for it. Yeah, uh, I will write it out. I'll roll off. Yeah, I'll make sure Sean yeah. knows. <laughs> we'll we'll wait a couple hours, but we yeah. will not show up and like we're here to loot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, that's not how that works, right? Oh, that is such wow. a brilliant thing to do. Uh, I will, I will uh, make sure that my uh, coffin is stuffed with things that you guys can take out of there. 
That would be so cool. Um, I'm I'm only partially joking about that too. I would, that would be awesome. That would um, be hilarious. <laughs> would be what are those people taking taking the stuff out of the cop? They're looting the corpse. It's a really rare board game. You do, you guys don't even know. <laughs> Wow. Okay, I, uh, I kind of totally want to do that now. I know it's a, it's a brilliant idea. Um, it's the respectful thing to do. <laughs> Jerry would want it this make, way. It would make the wake a completely different ball game, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, I'll have to save up my money so I can have some real gems and things on me, some gold coins and. Um, a map. <laughs> yep, a map. A map. Sure, I was yeah. thinking books, but you're actually taking it up to the, to the next level. Yeah. Well, I like the map idea. Then we could uh, send you guys on a quest, one final quest. That would be pretty sweet. An, an epic geocaching adventure. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's traps, let's not plan anything yet, okay? <laughs> uh, no, hopefully not. Uh <laughs> Watch, you're going to get sick next week, and then oh, this no. is going to be in really poor taste. <laughs> oh, come on. It would hey, be kind of funny. This, uh, this totally fits with my sense of humor, and, you know, if I'm going to go out, definitely want to go out laughing. So, um, but, yeah, it's, it's been pretty grim over here in the States. Um, but, uh, you know, we have, we have friends. We have allies around the world. One of those allies turned nice out to pivot. be... Our, our patron really? Scott, who just uh, signed up to support this podcast and all of our wonderful uh, sports-related content. Um, <laughs> That's why you're here, buddy. <laughs> uh, thank you, Scott, uh, from New Zealand, uh, which is pretty awesome uh, to think that we have a fan in New Zealand, too, willing to... Yeah support us and keep this thing rolling and uh, we were just marveling over the fact before we started here how how uh thankful we are that uh, people are able to to do that and uh we sincerely appreciate you scott and everyone else who listens and uh, supports us in whatever way you can thank you so very much uh stay safe and well and if you want to be like Scott and support us, you can definitely do that. Um, if you have better things to do with your money, always encourage you to do that first. Um, but if you want to give a buck or two to show your support for us and our little game here, um, you can go to DungeonPatrol.com and click on the Patreon button or go to Patreon.com slash Dungeon Patrol. There, I said that. Now, another pivot straight into Alar and your recap. Good choice, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> not as subtle this time, though. That was not no, as No, there was no... Yeah, no. Yeah, there's... <clears throat> That's okay. I can do smooth for you. Alar <laughs> and the rescuers snuck into the flesh markets, looking for Grand Grand's Joffrey. They found him among a shocking mass of bodies, victims of an ongoing massacre. They fought and slew uh, a carrion worm grown fat from the carnage. The sole living creature that they found was their old friend Piers, who coincidentally could lead them to the priest of Caltron. What secrets will they unearth today? Stay tuned for Dungeon Patrol. Yeah. Well, I'll just point out one minor mistake there. Uh, no, Jerry, the mistake <laughs> was yours. <laughs> uh, yes, the mistake was mine and maybe not relaying the information correctly. Uh, a priest of Olandar, god of... Sea- oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. So minor, minor thing there. That's totally in my notes. Yeah. yeah. Ted, see what happens when you don't follow a god this <laughs> <season>. <laughs> Uh, I don't have to take this. I deserve better than this treatment. <laughs> uh, and actually, I, I, did we, did we even know that it was a carrion worm? I don't know. No, I. You know, it, carrion crawler would be the the carrion actual crawler. name. So I I was trying to be a little oh yeah. okay. roundabout yeah, carrion crawler, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, it was a you know out of game carrion crawler, which I I you know threw at you last season too. Um, oh yeah, you did. When we went into like the sewers, 
Yeah, and I'm just, I was sort of uh, bummed when I was trying to find something. I'm like, what what would be rooting around in this pile of corpses out here? Uh, yeah, and I just, I couldn't find anything else. I wanted to do something different, but, you know, carrying Crawler is it. Okay, and they, they're, uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, it's the right choice. Classic. Classic we killed choice. killed it just as easily. <laughs> you really did. Don't. Don't point that out. He's going to throw multiples at us next time. Just let me add a few things on the map here. Um, no. Uh, so you guys uh, managed to get back up to the temple area. You're standing by the fountain. And this is where you had this conversation with uh, peers. And everything sort of came together. And you realize that there must be something with this rest area that's uh, found halfway up Bander's Leap. And so I assume you were going to head back up there, but uh, I'll let you guys. Screw it. Yeah. Where curse it is. So what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Someone's got to tell me something. I just expect you to have a punch or like a a line. Me? Craig, Craig R. You know, like, like a A tagline. Yeah. Tagline for a rat. to think on that one yes okay so we're going up to the rest area yes let's come along everyone let's go awesome uh so you make your way back up bander's leap and after a few moments uh uh, of climbing uh struggling uh maybe more than a few moments since it is halfway up these 3260 steps i think i said it was um you uh, you manage to make it back to the rest area, and there you see this elaborately carved bench that's kind of built into the uh, retaining wall uh, that's in the side of this hill. Um, just a nice little spot, um, very peaceful, very quiet. All right, we should look for the turtle. Look for the turtle. All right, I will. I look for the turtle. <laughs> okay, do you want to roll uh, investigation or perception? Yes, absolutely. Um, I can. I can help out. That is a natural twenty. Wow! I guess you don't need my help. <laughs> Get out of my you way! You haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you quickly survey this. Uh, uh, bench area, and uh, you slide from one end, you look down, go to the other side, um, kind of uh, doing a cursory examination of the front uh, carved edge of it, and you make your way around to the back side. It's farthest away from you, and right there, you see a very small stylized turtle under the edge of the seat. I choose the turtle. So what does that mean? I do not know. I, I tell the turtle, <laughs> I choose you, turtle. I choose you. Uh, sounds and then like I a Pokemon master all of a sudden. Touch the turtle. I push on the turtle. I trace the turtle with my fingers. Everything <laughs> that I can think of to choose this turtle. Okay. Pressing on its shell, you feel it shift slightly under your fingertips. Applying a little more pressure results in a satisfying click. The top of the bench now slides away under your uh, weight, and you can push it into the hillside via a cleverly hidden recess and some rollers on the edges. I I do this, and I tell everyone that I have successfully chosen the turtle. Mm, (laughs) I think we see that. Good job, Tris. You're not very observant. Uh, I was keeping watch. Uh, so you uh, push the uh, top of this bench back into the hillside, and it slides in very easily, uh, and it reveals a worn staircase leading steeply downward. More stairs. (laughs) All the way back to the bottom. I shall climb in and go down the stairs. All right. I take it you're going first. And I'm tired of all you standing around. <laughs> you should probably watch for traps while you're at it. Uh, okay, that's a good uh, good idea. Eh. 
as you carefully climb down the steps, you notice that the walls transition from hand-carved to natural stone. You realize you're in a cave system that has been modestly expanded by humanoid hands. A meandering path lies directly ahead of you, and despite some work to smooth out or remove low spots, the ceiling above appears to be still quite low, forcing you into an awkward crouch. I'm assuming we all followed. <laughs> Don't know. Um, I'm going to turn into a, let's turn into a rat. Ah. Hey, it's kind of rude, man. Don't you think? Hey. <laughs> I was turning into down. rats way before <laughs> and it was bitten by one. Yeah, yeah I was, but you I, know, it turned into rats when it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're very much the hipster. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to turn into a rat, speaking on that, and see if I can get further down this tunnel. All right. Um, yes, you definitely can. It. Uh, you start to make your way forward. Um, and I don't know, I'm assuming everyone is down there moving down this path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so does this thing close behind us or can we close it? Uh, you can close it. There's a little handle on the bottom so you can slide it back out. And we have, what's his face with us? Uh, Pierce. Pierce. Yep. Pierce. We do have Pierce. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. He's definitely following along. Anything out of the ordinary? Smells, lies, sounds. Uh, yeah, you actually do smell, um, uh, you know, uh, obviously some humanoids have uh, been this way in the recent past. Um, but strangely, as you follow this sort of, you know, meandering tunnel, uh, the smell is less and less and just completely disappears just a few feet in. Uh. Um, As you're pondering that, uh, you know, you guys see Rat uh, Brokos stop and kind of sniffing around, looking around. Um, uh, You hear a sibilant voice from behind you. Behind us. Behind you. Excuse me, seekers. I'm afraid you'll want to follow me. That way lies my master's final trick. The passage gets gradually smaller and smaller until it finally ends. You made it this far, and so few do. I'll spare you the extra agony and lead you directly to my master now. That's very kind of you. Who are you? (laughs) She introduces herself as uh, Marisha Falconer. Is she a falconer? Uh, maybe in a past career. Now acolyte to Father Galen, and is trying to uh, uh, learn everything that uh, he has to teach. I'm gonna jump up on uh, on Aylar's shoulder, <laughs> walk around a whole lot. Okay. So she uh, heads back towards the stairway that you came down, and there is uh, a spot um, along the side of the stairs where she turns, she looks back at you, uh, kind of checking to make sure that you're following behind her, and then she just kind of disappears, and you realize that the wall, there's a gap there that, you know, is just kind of cleverly hidden around the corner. Um, underneath the stairway and you follow her and you see this narrow passage behind the stairs after squeezing by the unyielding stone walls for a few feet you're suddenly inside a small comfortable room a shrine of some sort dominates the far wall you see a statue of a bony bald man sitting in a pose of deep meditation upon closer inspection you notice the statue's eyes appear to be sewn shut Surrounding the statue uh, in, this, in its recessed niche are intricately carved eyes that form an elaborate pattern that seems to radiate out from the statue like an all-seeing aura. Creepy. A little bit creepy. Nice flavor text. I like it. Good. 
Um, so you see the young Marisha. Uh, she Galen. stops for a second uh, by the shrine and genuflects briefly, and you catch a few hastily mumbled words. Uh, Blessed keeper, accept my secrets and ease my burden. And she quickly passes into the next room through a side door. She briefly looks back again to make sure you're still following. In the next so this group. is the great Caltron. <laughs> right. Uh, she's going to give you a dirty look uh, uh, at that. Um, but assuming you follow her into the next room, you do follow her. Is no one going to correct me? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh man. I'm going to embarrass oh, you dog. further. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, in the next room, you see a small stone table and walls lined with deeply recessed shelves holding a variety of glass jars, stone bowls, and ceramic pots. A small fireplace burns fitfully along the far wall where a pile of not-quite-dry, smoldering dung fills the room with a sickly, sweet smell. Do we see the priest? He's not there, but... Uh, Marisha turns to you and beckons you to have a seat. There appears to be a stone bench on one side of the table that has room for three of you. So a couple of you will have to stand, peers and, you know, someone else. Well, I'm a, I'm a rat on oh, yeah. Taylor's shoulder, so. Great. So I will, yeah, I will have a seat. Okay. <laughs> peers, you stand. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pierce can sit. Actually, he's he's been through a bit, and I, I kind of want to be ready. Oh, okay, that's a not a bad idea. Uh, I will I will stand dangerously at the edge of the table. I will lounge on the bench. Nice, taking up two spots. Yeah. Um. Perfect. Alar spreading. <laughs> so she uh. Motions for you to have a seat. You guys do. Some of you do. Uh, Piers and Craigar are going to stand. And then she exits through another doorway. Um, a few minutes later, she returns. And she offers a brief apologetic smile to you. And then turns to face the door that she just entered. You hear, suddenly, some low muttering, punctuated by a sharp tap, tap and more muttering, followed by more taps. Finally, the tip of a thin staff wraps loudly on the edge of the doorway, and after a few breathless moments, a frail, balding man shuffles into the room. He's still muttering unintelligibly, but he finally makes it to the opposite side of the table, where he's able to grab the edge of the sturdy top to slowly lower himself onto a wide wooden stool. <clears throat> Father Galen, I presume. Uh, the woman, young woman, Marisha, smiles at you and she clears her throat and says, Yes, um, Master, several seekers have found our lair this day. They have boons to request and undoubtedly they harbor many secrets. And the old man looks at you, uh, Alar, um, uh, you, you know, in your direction since he, he is good blind. good echolocation. <laughs> uh, and you notice that he looks strangely similar to the statue of Olandar at the temple's entrance. Um, but his milky white eyes are kind of uh, uh, taking uh, all of you in uh, one way or another. And his mouth hangs open just long enough for a shiny strand of spittle to leak down his wrinkled chin. And finally, he says, What do you ask of me and my lord, seekers? My friend has need of your assistance. He has become a victim of a fell curse. Kragar, speak up already. Yes, I need to be uh, healed. Can you remove curses, priest? Yes, that is possible. Great. That's what I need. Anything else? Yes, we need information. And what kind of information? Give me a moment. <laughs> there, are, there is so much. I'm not sure which one to ask for. 
Um, uh, what is her name? Anybody else? You go. I'm still looking. <laughs> Our good friend Piers here needs assistance as well. Yeah, Piers will speak up and uh, he'll, he'll say, I would uh, like to know the location of my sister, Petra. And the priest, uh, or Father Galen, he, he nods, um, you know, thoughtfully and, you know, seems to think that's possible as well. Mm. Mm. Um, I know what I need to know. Okay. I, I want I want to know how to find the foreman from the Threadgate. Ah, interesting. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Anyone else? We have a cryptic note about the Book of Skulls that perhaps you might be able to elucidate for us. Uh, what exactly are you asking? What possibly does Book of Skulls 823 refer to? Is it a verse? Okay. So he, he he's nodding and, you know, seems to be taking it all in. Uh, hey, we, we have to get that code. What was that from? I, mean, I, I have a copy of it here somewhere. <laughs> code? I thought yeah. that was just to help us figure out how to find him. No, there you uh, received codes from uh, uh, Madame Tuvari that she had oh, collected. Yes. Uh, or encrypted messages. Encrypted messages. Yes, okay. Yes. So you think that this Book of Skulls 823 reference has something to do with decrypting um, the message or the messages, sorry. Gotcha. Um, but you don't know what Book of Skulls. 823 means uh so that's i guess where um, and do you have a copy <laughs> on his kindle out. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so he's he's nodding very thoughtfully at all of your requests yes all very possible yes very possible depending of course you're offering to olandar secrets are what he covets each one a sparkling jewel in my lord's hand, a fine wine on his lips, and a lover's whispered affection to his ears. But some are better than others, yes. The greater your request, the more you must offer. And if you are ready, we will prepare for the ritual. Ritual? ritual. What ritual is this? Uh... Marisha explains that, you know, he's, he's got like an elaborate thing that he must do to, you know, gain Olandar's attention and, you know, request this knowledge uh, from his uh, god. And, uh, you know. Well, I, I want fully informed consent before we agree to anything here. <laughs> like, has this, right. this gone through the IRB? <laughs> right. no. We have to... Uh, make sure we're following all protocols when we're testing on human subjects here. So, um, yeah, uh, she will explain that, you know, there's a, there's an elaborate, uh, you know, uh, concoction that has to be made and then everyone speaks their, um, you know, what they need and then reveals their secret afterwards. And, um, Yeah. Like, what type of secrets? Well, that's a good question. It has to be something that you um, probably haven't told anyone else. Uh, maybe it's something that troubles you greatly. It's uh, weighing you down. Uh, just something, you know, deep and dark. Uh, whatever, whatever you, uh, you know, probably fear to share with others the most would be appropriate in these circumstances. I, I'm smiling. I hit a wrong note once. <laughs> <laughs> and someone noticed? Uh, no, thankfully no one noticed. <laughs> but it is embarrassing to bring up. Uh, okay. So, I mean, you guys had some warning to come up with secrets. So, 
hopefully you won't totally destroy the story with your secrets, but we'll, we'll figure I'm that out. I'm the foreman. with that Jerry (laughs) we're done we're done awesome cool Uh, perfect okay I didn't take it you didn't clear that with Jerry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah that's that's funny Um, so if you guys are okay she's gonna start Start preparing. Sure. Okay. Yes. Let's All right. do this. At, at this time, I'll turn myself into a human form again. All right. Good call. Yeah. Um, you see Father Galen nod once, looking in no particular direction. And Marisha walks over to a shelf, grabs a copper chalice and a stone bowl. She leaves the items on the table and returns for various jars and pots. She deftly starts placing bits and pieces into the stone bowl and use a war- uses a worn pestle to grind the ingredients into a coarse powder. She carefully pours the contents from the bowl into the chalice, and she grabs a stoppered decanter of wine and pours it into the cup. She stirs the murky liquid with a slender finger and sits the chalice in front of Galen. He leans forward unsteadily, and you can hear some wet, throaty noises right before a thick dribble of saliva oozes from his cracked lips and falls into the chalice with nope. a disturbing bloop. No. <clears throat> I, think, uh, I think you need to check with my pharmacist first. <laughs> I, I've got some allergies. I'm allergic to saliva. I'm sorry. Um, so he slides the chalice across the stone table until finally his trembling arm is fully extended and he slowly leans back and says, Now, what do you ask of me and my lord? Speak it clearly and expectorate into the chalice as I did. <laughs> Gross. Uh, okay. Oh, I, I motion that um, Kregar to go first. <laughs> um. Right, so we're supposed to drink that? Is that no, it, you just say what well, you have to say exactly what you want. Um, you know, and it's kind of like a genie's wish. You know, you don't want to. You want to make sure you're clear and exactly what you want done. And then you, after you you say it, you spit into the cup. I don't know where this stuff comes from. <laughs> All right, and then and then wait, and then we have to say a secret after that. He has not said anything about the secrets. Yeah, oh, okay, don't worry about okay, the secret okay, yet. Okay, Go right, in the right. order. Listen. I... You're going to turn into a wire rat right now. <laughs> don't do this right. All right, fine. So I'll walk over there, and I wish to be here. So I speak another cup. Uh, sure, <laughs> if you can. Is this thing on. Yeah. Here, I've got this. I was going to show this off. There you go. Nice. Nice. <laughs> my players, yeah. That's what I need. I wish to be cured of this curse so that I don't turn into a war rat. A war bear might be okay, but not a war rat. <laughs> and then I just hawk up the most horrible loogie I can. And- Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone first. Bug, bear, phlegm. It's part hairball. (laughs) Why are there chunks? Why? I guess we found out how you clean yourself. Oh. Uh, All right. Uh, So he nods. And uh, you pass the chalice on. I don't know who you're going to pass it to. Uh, I turn and hand it back to Triss. Ah. I wish to have precise information (laughs) about how we can locate and talk to the foreman of the Dreadgate. All right. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) The sound effects are awesome. And then uh, I pass it to Piers. Piers. Oh, interesting. 
Okay. So um, Piers grabs the copper cup and quickly says, I seek to know the location of my sister Petra before forcefully offering up a small wad of phlegm into the cup. And he quickly hands it off to Alar. I need assistance in decoding these encrypted messages using the key of the Book of Skulls, A23. Patui. Super, super. Okay. And Brokos, last at the cup. Yeah, what are you asking for, Brokos? Um... I'm going to say... Uh, Want to be a real boy? Or you don't have to partake if you don't have anything to ask. I'm just going add. to say, I, I wish for forgiveness and then just spit into the cup. Oh. Okay. I like it. So, Galen says, good, good. You see his ancient fuzzy head lolls from side to side. Now... Drink deeply from the chalice. Oh, oh. Krager. <laughs> <laughs> and Take out the voice. hair at least first, Kragar. <laughs> Take out the bits, the chunks. Yeah, you need a strainer now. Kragar uh, uh, actually probably wouldn't be too too upset about it. Yeah, well, you've got three other people in your party. <laughs> <laughs> you got us into this. Look what you've done. Look at you. Um. Now drink deeply from the chalice and give voice to your secret and hope that the keeper is listening. Mm. <laughs> Who's going first? Oh, Krager, this is all you. Yeah, drink really deeply. Yeah. Get all the chunks. <laughs> Fine. I've drunk worse. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Probably true. I'm so sorry to put you in this situation, Craker. All right. He'll uh he'll take the mug. Kinda I look back at you and uh Alright, so drink first. So he'll take a big swig of it. <laughs> Chewing, Chewing. It <laughs> working it down. Fine. My secret is before everything went to crap, I had a mate who was full with pups. Wow. Wow. I don't know where she is or what's become of her. All right. And I'll set the chalice down. Awesome. So, yeah, okay. You see Galen nodding his head. Uh, you know, he, he can tell by the silence in the room that, that, uh, nobody has, nobody knew this about you. And, uh, so he's, he seems pleased. Who's next? Craiger will step, step aside somewhat solemnly. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Tris. Uh, I think Piers should go next. Oh, Piers. Okay. Uh, Piers is a good swallow. Piers is going to look at the cup with some uncertainty, and then he's going to pass it over to Alar. Say, your need is more critical. I will bravely drink of the swill. <laughs> What's it taste like, Jerry? Uh, oh, it's, we're it's good. good. It's good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to describe it, that's for uh, sure. Uh, I'm just getting queasy just thinking about this, guys. <laughs> so are everybody, <laughs> everybody listening. <laughs> They're like, <"Bleh." laughs> uh, Wonderful. So, secret, Alar? Well, I suppose it is the burden of every great artist to have doubters and detractors. And mine was my father. Well, 
to be technical, my mother's husband, for I was born of infidelity. And when it was clear that I was not fully elf, well, he never accepted me. He would put me down on every occasion, and one night we fought, and he overpowered me. He was strong. He was, he was a soldier. Well, my mother intervened. He tripped and fell over the balcony. She was inconsolable. I left the Ashwood and took the burden of the crime upon my head for her sake. It is a burden I wear to this day. Wow. Wow. So I, I just want to make sure people know this is like the first I'm hearing of uh, <laughs> all this stuff. So this is, this is awesome for me. I'm kind of uh, geeking out right now. Um, yeah. Ah, okay. And you, you see Galen nodding. He seems very pleased with, uh, with that. Who's next? Alar's uh, courage gives me some of my own. I will put my hand on him, patting his shoulder, and take the cup. And sheepishly put my head down and take a drink and pause. And I look at Alar for hope of encouragement. And I say, I've been telling people that my purpose this year is to help save my tribe and get help. But uh, that is not exactly what I am here for. The truth is that uh, I was angry at at our elders for letting the foreigners take our land and destroy it. And in return, the foreigners also kidnapped my sister and killed her. As a result of my anger, I... I murdered the Grand Elder Tursla, and I ran away. I'm fleeing out of fear and shame. Wow. <laughs> uh, there's a reason why you and Alar have bonded so strongly, obviously. Uh, I didn't actually kill anyone. You didn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll put my head down. Uh, okay. You can see wow. a little smile on Father Galen's face. He nods. He's a creepy guy. <laughs> he really is. Getting pleasure from our misfortune. I hope this is worth it. All right. Tris, you're up. Uh, you get right. the dregs at the bottom, you and, and Piers. I take the cup and I, I look and I say, well, at least it is not the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Glass half full, literally. Total optimist all the way. I I take a drink and I set the cup down and I say, I offer two secrets. Whoa. The the first is when I first met Kregar, he was so small that I actually just thought he was a mangy dog. (laughs) And I was just going to take him in as a pet. Uh, (laughs) Harsh. Ah, very uh, nice. The second <laughs> is that I shared this with Brokos. I killed Auntie Agnes, the matron of my orphanage. She was a cruel woman, particularly to those of us that are different, and was selling the other non-human children to the slavers. Wow. So I killed her. (laughs) Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. You Uh, can, uh, you can see. I'm feeling more uneasy around my companions (laughs) at this point. Uh, (laughs) Anybody else notice that the assassin was the only one that doesn't have a (laughs) murder in their past? (laughs) Oh yeah. You just have assassinations, right? I'm just, I'm just a regular. Not not that time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All the murders were good murders. Yeah. (laughs) I don't keep it a secret or anything. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So finally the cup comes back to Piers. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. What, what does Pierce say? Um, he takes it kind of, you know, strangely, reluctantly. Uh, he's looking into the cup and kind of swirling it around a little bit. He takes a quick drink and he looks up and you can see he's got tears in his eyes. And he says, I am also moon cursed, but it is too late to save me. I've already spent many sleepless nights prowling the darkness as the wolf. And as you are taking that in, suddenly Triss gasps and (gasps) look at her (laughs) and her eyes roll back in her head. Oh my gosh. And she nearly topples over backwards, but you guys catch her. Yeah, I'll catch her. And lay her gently down onto the cold, hard floor. And Triss, you have a vision oh, now. Oh, dear. Okay. Do you wish to share this vision with the party, or should I share it with you later privately? Let's share it privately. Wow. Right. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm nervous. Is it, it's a, you know, uh, I think it's, um, it's, not a, it's not a terrible thing. No. You, I'm, I think you would probably share it. Uh, All right, then just share it. You sure? Uh, we can no, wait. I'm not but... sure, but go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Sounds like he wants you to share it. <laughs> I, you know, it's just, you know, I've got 10 minutes to fill here. So, um, no, this is, <laughs> this is good. This will, I, I think you would share it. Um, so this is your vision. You're marching toward Colonel Visser's command tent. The cool fog of your breath precedes you as you try to calm your nerves before presenting yourself. You bear dire news. Eldzik is no more. Killed, they say, on the fabled mountain of Skyburn Hall. You look up at the pennons fluttering above the tent, trying desperately to recall the sense of duty they once inspired. You're so preoccupied by your own mental state that you don't notice the absence of guards outside Visser's tent. You take one more deep breath and quickly brush the flap aside. Your eyes adjust quickly, but your brain lags a moment or two as it tries to process the scene inside. Visser, or at least a furry creature in Visser's cloak and tattered clothing, sits in a pool of blood. It's elongated and gore-covered snout high in the air as if it smelled your approach. Next to it lies the disemboweled body of the missing guard, a grizzled veteran you heard others refer to as Lucky Tom. A flicker of movement on your right catches your eye. You instinctively reach for your sword, but before your fingers can curl around the cool hilt, the flicker turns into the massive, lunging shape of a wolf a wolf with amethyst-colored eyes. A flash of light, and you are suddenly in a formless white void. You turn and see a bony, balding man. The man reaches out and grabs you by the hair and drags you close. That's when you notice his eyelids have been sewn shut. He whispers, Tell me everything. And the brightness fades. And suddenly you see a beautiful woman with amethyst eyes. She waves a small gemstone in front of your face. The odd purple jewel catches the room's faint light and draws you in, but not before you spy Visser's worried face over the woman's shoulder. The gem beckons you, and the woman's throaty voice says, You will forget what you've seen here. You will return to the Dreadgate, and you will resign your commission. You will not speak of this, and your reasoning will remain a mystery to all, including yourself. And Triss, you awaken suddenly, and these horrible memories flood into your conscious mind. Hmm. 
so we're probably all standing over her expectantly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, you guys help Tris recover, and she quickly manages to get on her feet, you know, tough as nails, Tris, uh, pops up, um, maybe a little embarrassed to show any weakness in front of her companions. Um, and as she, as you guys are, you know, inspecting her, making sure that she's steady on her feet, uh, you turn and and notice the shocked look on Piers's face. He leans back against the wall and slides slowly to the floor. By the gods, Vosh Glaba, she was here for you. I do not know what that means. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Piers will explain if you ask him. <laughs> I, I, yes. He still seems a little stunned. He says, Vosh, or should I say Commander Vosh, is one of Kaz Daram's lieutenants. She's the head of a quasi-official legion detachment known as Echelon 9. After I left Vadragan, I was assigned to Echelon 9 and ordered to report to Vosh at Fort Gelish. She's the one that turned me, and I soon found out Echelon 9 are all high-ranking werewolves. Their agenda is ambitious, and their power and influence is growing. It's part of why I deserted that and finding my sister, of course. That night we first met in the candle shop. Do you remember that? Yes. I, I was hiding from Vosh. I saw her in Old Town and assumed she had come for me. But now I think she's actually here for you, Triss. Why? I don't know. I mean, Triss, based on the vision, presumably witnessed. Um, well, we don't know what she's seen yet. So she I, like, well, I've told you already. That's yeah. how he knows to react about me being Vosh. Oh, so right. you have to connect those dots. Mm. Yes, yes. I could have made that better, smoother. But Well, then that explains why there was a bounty on your head. Mm. Just because I saw the the um, Colonel Visser and the others, why didn't they just turn me into a werewolf? It seems yeah. like it would have been a lot simpler. Or you know, your throat. Or, yes, I don't understand this. This does not make sense. Now they want to kill me? Yeah. I, um, you know, it could have something to do with your position and what you, what you did, um, which we can, we can talk about that more. But, um, you know, maybe you were too important to uh, outright kill like Lucky Tom. Um, Maybe someone was expecting you back at the dread gate. So, um, but yeah, that's what you know. This Commander Vosh uh, is somewhere roaming around in Vadragan, uh, presumably looking for you, according to what Pierce thinks now. That seems like a lot of wasted effort given the climate. Yeah. Doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, maybe not. Or maybe it does. Maybe the city here is just a side note, a footnote in this this grab for power by the werewolves. Congratulations, Triss. You have an arch nemesis. (laughs) You leveled up to arch nemesis. Uh, I guess that includes us now if we're hanging out. Yeah. We'll just have to kill her first. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, that's that your answer like for everything, Craigar. <laughs> uh, I'm the utility in his point of view. <laughs> right. It is the bugbear outlook on life. Yeah, that's true. There's only prey, predators, and the hunt, mm-hmm. and you have to decide where you fit into that. Wow. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to get that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Give it out to your coworkers. <laughs> Uh, so, um, you hear an impatient tap, tap, tap 
and turned to see Galen rudely tapping his walking stick against the side of the table. Are we ready? Best not keep our lord waiting, eh? I guess. Seems like you just got a lot of really good secrets. (laughs) (laughs) He he did. He really did. Um, So Galen reaches out, carefully feeling around for the chalice, finally grasping it in one skeletal hand. Uh, Marisha steps forward then and, and helps him turn toward the fireplace. Uh, where the still smoldering green dung is putting out this uh, foul-smelling smoke. Galen bends forward towards the fire, seemingly sensing for its warmth with one outstretched hand, and then suddenly he throws the remaining contents of the chalice into the flickering flames. What, he's not going to drink it? Come on. (laughs) No. (laughs) There was good stuff left in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's where all the nutrition is. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't make us do a constitution saving throw Seriously. there, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, I thought about it, but then I thought, I don't even know if they're going to drink it. They'll try to talk their way out of drinking it somehow, and so that's what I was <laughs> more worried about. Apparently, we're desperate. Yeah, well, you guys I, just I just really want to know if uh, lycanthropy is transferred through saliva, because the way I understood Oh, it, dear, uh, that would be a problem. <laughs> why, why the bite get you? Hmm. I was thinking about that kind of after you all drunk. Yeah, that's true. Well, you're well, we stomach could just be called the Rat King. Kill everything. There you go. Well, but you're not actually fully turned yet, but we do have a werewolf. So wouldn't we be more likely to turn into werewolves than were-rats? Actually, yeah. It is the dominant, yeah, it is the dominant species. So therefore, it would be the dominant gene in the spit. So it's saliva. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... Bill Nye, the science guy, all of a sudden. Um, kind of interesting. Yeah. Science. I mean, it's facts. <laughs> it's science. Don't deny it. Um, <laughs> so he bends over and throws the remaining contents of the chalice into the flickering flames. And the liquid hits the small fire and snuffs it out in one drawn-out sizzle of steam. But suddenly the flames roar to life ten times larger than before and shooting forth from the recessed fireplace like a fountain of flame. The roaring maw of light and and heat turns orange, red, then purple in a dazzling display before suddenly winking out of existence, leaving only a cloud of purple smoke behind. The haze starts to swirl and writhe like a living thing, and it rears up like a snake preparing to strike and shoots directly into Galen's slack-jawed mouth. His frail, quivering body falls back against the table and lets out a loud gasp before becoming silent and unmoving. And then he shoots upright and turns toward you in one fluid motion. His eyes, once white, now dance with a purplish glow. His mouth, still agape, emits an eerie noise that sounds like a scream, but from far, far away. Then suddenly a voice can be heard. Come, cursed one, and receive my blessing. And you see Galen reach out one of his bony arms toward you, Kragar. All right. Step up. Okay. So he grabs onto your fur uh, and cl- you know, clenches it in his hand. And when he lets go, you see a discolored area of your fur in the rough shape of Galen's hand. Now, you singer of sorrows, the book of skulls is a rare and ancient tome found only in the catacombs beneath the temple of Galros. That is all I can tell you. I actually sing a lot of romantic epics and (laughs) sagas of heroism more than sorrows, but thank you. Uh, You know, know, maybe you should get up to date with my catalog. Uh, (laughs) No one wants to listen to the new stuff. (laughs) They just want the hits. Yeah. (laughs) But, but what was the temple? The yeah, temple of who? Uh, Galros. G A L R O S. Galros. You know, is the god of death. 
Um, and he looks towards you, Triss, and says, I have lifted the veil from you, daughter of devils, and given you that which you truly sought. So we are done. Oh, you asked for this, but I'm going to give you this instead. Uh, So, (laughs) Wow. Lycanthrope, your sister can be found at the Maiden's Cork in Black Alley. And you, Kinslayer, you are forgiven. By who? I mean, are you forgiving me? I'll forgive you. <laughs> Thanks. By my tribe? Yes. Okay. I just yes. want to clear that up so when I go back. <laughs> um, That's a big ass. Well, you weren't, you weren't right. clear on who you're going to be forgiven by. So That's you, true. You worded it weird. Yeah. So you're forgiven. It doesn't matter because I right. It doesn't matter what you wish for. Yeah, never mind. It's what you deserve. (laughs) This is what you get. Take it. You're gonna like it. He knows what's best for you. Okay. Uh, Yeah, he's he's kind of weird. So with that, the glow in Galen's eyes winks out, and his body slumps down hard against the table. A thin wisp of purple smoke wheezes out of his mouth, and Marisha kind of rushes forward and puts her hands on his back and looks at you. My master must rest now, Seekers. He is old and unwell. Olandar's touch is most taxing. You are welcome to rest by the shrine if you wish, or leave the way you came. I say we go. Okay. You're gonna head Although out. we enjoy the smell of dung smoke as much as the next. <laughs> I fear we must Who go. It? Who doesn't? All right. So you guys are now headed where? Ramgrams. Ramgrams? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Go let's go okay. have some uh cookies with Graham Graham. Cookies what tell her that her grandson is dead? We have some bad news to bear, it is true. Wow. Perhaps that's what he meant by singer of sorrows. Uh, yeah, we'll let Aylar do all the talking. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'll let you guys think about it, because that's a pretty good place to stop this episode. All right. So you have, uh, you now know there's a, the Book of Skulls is a real thing um, in the Temple of Galros somewhere. And um, you uh, found out a lot of stuff. Maybe have an arch nemesis wandering around in in the city, which is cool. Uh, and uh, Krager's curse is lifted, so that's good, right? That was I, the best I thing just want to be it. clear with my comrades that what happens in the Shrine of Olandar stays at the Shrine of Olandar, <laughs> right? right? It's on a little sign as you walk in. Okay. You must have missed it, yeah. Mm, we well, cool. The and the cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great job, guys! Thanks for playing along with that, and thanks for uh, putting a lot of thought into your secrets that you revealed. Um, I, it's really cool. Uh, it makes me want to sort of rethink uh, the plan going forward because now I have a little more backstory to work with and stuff. So I'll have to I'll have to ponder that, but. Great you got to use your players as resources, Jerry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I should have just, uh, you know, said, hey, what, what are you thinking? I know other people are better at that than I am. and um, But, yeah, it does. Uh, I love it because I love to hear what you guys are coming up with and how you picture your characters and all these terrible secrets that you're holding. Uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. Just the one. The rest of my life has been fantastic. <laughs> it's great. It's just all roses from then on. But I've got a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. The hard part was picking, really, uh, for Craig Ayers. Like, which one? Uh, <laughs> but no, great job, everyone. And, uh, you know, we will see you next week 
and um, I hope uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. All right. All right. Awesome. Okay. Take See care. Next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.